Sweet. Because fighting is definitely easier outside the cage. This was a night that proved it. It was also a night that proved I might not be as good at gambling as I thought, which means it's time for Verbal Tap. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raf Esparza. Raf, rough night for me. What do we talk about headline first? The fact that Chuck Yolov's misses weight, chokes mm-hmm. someone out, and I'm still not sure if he got the belt. The fact that we have a split decision where the normally go, tie goes to the champ. We have mm. the front kick from Hall of Fame. Mm. Two more split king decisions. And I lose handedly right after we start working with Trap Kings. I look like an idiot, which is the storyline we start with first. Should we start with the home business here and take care of this whole your DraftKings thing? Because let's bring I, it. listen, Kev, I don't want to lose this deal that we've got going on with them. And I don't think it's contingent on you being successful at picking. Oh, in they fact, made out in this deal. Don't worry. No. Are you kidding? I'm now paying <laughs> them. <sighs> okay. Well, if that's the case, um, yeah, so what exactly happened with your parlay? Because keep in mind, things move very fast. So when we recorded this, the weigh-ins had happened, everything went into fast-forward, and then all of a sudden we know we all aged very quickly because we saw Michael Chandler kick the shit out of Tony Ferguson. But please, inform us about where your parlays were left off, sir. New champs, Esparza Gaethje. Of course, mm-hmm. I had that one because that was a trending okay. bet, and I was like, you know, I love it. It was like, <laughs> It was a great number. That was so close to getting hit. I would argue should have. Raph, he should be disqualified. He was a half pound over. The rules are the rules. DQ him. Pay me my money. This fight should have happened. Second, where the F did Joe Lozon go? I had a lot. I mean, I guess you could say I didn't lose. But where did Joe Lozon and Donald Cerrone go? Finally, the hometown crushing of my, I knew Shogun was going to lose, but I had him tied to Thug Rose. Had him tied to Tony Ferguson. Had him tied to Gate. I could not have had to, I had him tied to Joe Lozon. What is my problem? Rough night for me. Let's get back to business. Okay. And no, I don't believe the, I mean, they're not even officially on this one. That's just a free shout out that I was like, this is my chance to look cool. I'm going to crush yeah. it. I'm going to win some money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gambling ad, run a gambling podcast. You know, what, what, what do you do? And now I have to sink back in the corner of defeat and understand that I know nothing. Or it's the fact can that you, we didn't do over under Kevin. So maybe. Yes. Can you be happy right. about that? Because maybe it was a good week to not do over under Kevin. Maybe. Or maybe I need the competitive fire to reach That's my true. my full squeeze. Not. <laughs> no, I don't want any of that. Verbal oh, type legal no. decision to memo. No longer, you're not allowed oh. to use full squeeze, comma. We talked about this. Oh, so, God, it's one of the first times I've ever told you to just censor it and have the beep go over what you just said. People are going to think you cussed. Good, Raph screamed uh. in the meeting. <laughs> At least we could keep our street cred with that. If people hear full squeeze, they're going to go, I'm sorry, what am I listening to again? <laughs> it's okay. What did he mean? That he was finished? (laughs) Well, obviously. What was it? I was telling somebody the rates that I do for privates. 
And they were like, okay, well, how much is the happy ending? And I looked at them and I said, I can't believe I have to do these jokes. Listen, dude, I'm not giving anybody a happy ending. Oh, so you don't do full service here? Dude, are you going to take a private from me or what? That's really what it's coming down to. I'm not doing sex jokes. And listen, you boner, we're not allowed to talk about it since conservatives canceled hand jobs on Craigslist in 2017. <laughs> Look it up. They cancel things too, and they cancel yep. Craigslist hand jobs. And to be fair, the dumb part was, and maybe this is where I'm exactly who you think I am. I go, the rate just went up another 20 bucks. So no just more, letting you know. No more quarter squeezers. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Why don't we start top of the card? We'll say this. If you knock down Chucky Olives, oh, man. beware. Right? I was on cloud nine rap. I was like, I did it. I'm a genius. Because Gatesy just cr- <laughs> knocks him down, puts him out. You're like, oh, it's oh, it's not over. Damn it. And he did that tall guy jujitsu move where he wound his legs and kind of like flashed him at you. You know, started swimming. I can't, this is the third time in the row that this has happened where he gets knocked down and he goes, nah, I should probably finish this with jiu-jitsu. And good night for jiu-jitsu. Very happy to see that. I thought he was going to finish with that triangle, and then he was just like, give me a second. I'm going to go do some other shit first. So great to watch. I was concerned for Chucky Olives, but then I realized something even better was happening here. He's he is been going thumping, and they can start <laughs> playing the song by Chumbawamba now at his fights. Kev, he is going all in. He gets knocked down, but he gets again. And I'm going to keep him out. I could not go ahead. He is sticking with the fact that he did not miss weight. So I can't tell if it's OJ Simpson real killers sort of delusion or if he is really like, no, I made weight. I was there. How dare these scales? And the weird part is because he won in such a very dominant fashion in this way, like we like him to people after he won, change their tune where they go, I don't know, maybe he did make weight based only on his performance, knowing no other facts. They go, "Mm, yeah, that jujitsu checks out. That's a skinny person. Jujitsu, not a fat person. Jujitsu. And Kev, I should tell you this. So you and I had a joke on the show, which I made into a meme. And the meme was, and I want to make sure I'm quoting this right, because we did get some reactions off of this. But Charles Oliveira missing weight and then telling a crowd full of angry fight fans, you can't explain God, is the only energy I'm going to channel for the rest of 2022. Now, what I didn't exactly budget for in that meme was the amount of pro- jujitsu christian god loving fans who go that's right and i go ooh, i don't know oh, that we're on the no. same side oh parody podcast parody podcast no <laughs> i didn't know it, it you're was gonna Kevin. get us I in trouble so... if there's karma out there and there's not it's imaginary <laughs> <laughs> do you Kevin, think people was... knew around quarter squeezer it was not a christian <laughs> podcast what do you think our new listeners sorry go ahead Kev, do you realize how weird it was to have a moment where I said, are we on the same side? Uh Uh-oh. 
yeah, I guess that was worded almost perfectly to have you on our side, but you'll find out very soon. We are not those people, except for one person. So right after that, we got a few people in there because the there's nothing alluding to him being fat in that description. But I will remind people forever and ever, there is a difference between real people fat and fighter fat. So famously, Jenna Bishop came on our show and coined it you fat, which is basically saying you didn't come in at the negotiated and agreed upon weight. So we had some people when we're like, oh, I'm coming in fat and don't you dare blame God for that. And people go, whoa, are we calling him fat? Like he's a fighter. Look at him. He could be on a fitness cover. And it's like, no, guys, come on. Like there's a lot to really uncover here. One, no, we don't use the fat term no. unless you're allowed to. This is this is it. It's a fighter fat sort of comment. So one of the comments that we got on the grappling hour side. It's this and it's wrestling. But somebody's got to make that 105 pound. And if you're 106 pounds, you're fat. You are technically fat in that sport. And in that, you have 0% body fat. I apologize that the English language is confusing. I do. There's nothing I can do about it. Maybe we can spell it differently, but that gets us into another category. And even in that regard, we put up memes being like uh, people at home legitimately calling these people fat, like without the sense of irony. So if you take all those things into consideration at 11, 18 a.m. on Saturday, I got somebody who sent a post that said, don't eat shit. Now, this is confusing for a number of reasons. Number one, are you calling me fat? Because, wow, what a way to prove your point. Number two don't eat shit. I don't generally have shit for breakfast. I've watched Happy Gilmore. Three, are you telling me that because I've made this joke, I'm not allowed to eat? That seems unhealthy as well. I don't know. It's very confusing, but I could tell there were some mm, bad feelings here. So we joke about it on the live fight companion that we did at Milton's. But then, Kevin, then at 10.13 p.m., the night of the fight, so just a few minutes after Charles Oliveira gets the submission, I got this post, which said, doubt him, now you shit. Which, listen, dude, if you have a short amount of interactions with me, and in 10 words, you have double-used shit, I don't think you're going to win this one. So I took that screenshot, took out the name, because I'm not rude like that, and I just pointed this out to people on our Instagram stories. Kev, what if I were to tell you this has a happy ending and not the one that people were asking for for my privates? <laughs> uh, go ahead. What's the happy ending? So he sees this. I love and I actually it. I love I, happy I, endings. The I good, the sure. kind, yeah. <laughs> I make sure that he can see it, and he just sends something back and says, LOL, why did you put me on story? And my response was, because it's really funny. And he says, yeah, I admit. Sometimes it is because sometimes I just lose myself. And I said, you really did there. And that's why we had to roast you a whole bunch. What he didn't realize is by this time, I've already roasted him on the show and used him as an example. But he just said, I just got emotional before because for Charles, everyone suddenly was like, I don't like him or making fun of him. I was trying to just gamble against him. I was trying to do anything about him. 
Ah, so dude, he looked at the very end. That He's, right hook, that was shit. Yeah. Wait, hold on. How do I use this here? I gotta gotta recalibrate. <laughs> I like that you're also now doing the Gracie like thing, but for internet comments. I, so yeah, sure, whatever. All I know is is I do my best to try and have some fun. Like I'm laughing at one of his responses just to be like, all right, dude, here's your acknowledgement. But something happens when you repeat it to your audience and everybody laughs at it and people will send me notes being like, do you deal with this all the time? And I was like, yeah, here and there we're mostly pretty left alone, but every once in a while people get on their high horse. And the nicest part of this is that he ended by saying, anyways, sorry for being kind of toxic and dumb at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just, I I just like the phrasing so much of that. Like I wish I had a sign where I could just handle it. Like, sorry for being toxic and/or dumb, but kind of toxic. Like he yeah, hasn't fully given into the fact it was full toxic because I have my he went out of his way to send me fucking shit texts. <laughs> so by the end of this, I just left it at this, and I want to make sure this is kind of where I'll leave it here. But I, this is the stuff you miss that I don't bother telling you because I go now. Nah, I'll just save it for the show. And I said, happens, buddy. Thank you for giving us so much material on the show. I clearly take this all in jest. And guess what? He followed us right then. And hey, there. Welcome. And so welcome, dude. And we look forward to losing you yet again when you hear this show. <laughs> I'm sure we'll one day there's gonna be a moment where we're like, Demetrius Johnson's just he came in fat. Like it's weird. It's gonna be like, ah, it's like, no, I get it. <laughs> hey, we were famously on the record being like, "Why'd they strip him from the title? Because he, he came in did. a half pound over." Like we didn't think that was right. We also, whole- I love the God explanation though more than <laughs> I love most things. I don't know what to tell you. I, there's a lot of things I thought were going to come out of his mouth that just wasn't one of them. I, listen, dude, I was uh, very much thinking that we were going to get some people going. You guys are real Christians. And I go, it got us. Uh, yep. Yeah. Kevin's record is too available. <laughs> I'll be like, listen, dude, uh, my brownness protects us from a lot of dumb stuff. There's still some Catholicism in St. Raphael. I live in the city of angels. <laughs> Just it's like, I don't know, man. So there was a lot to digest. That fight was great. A fight that was not. Oh, we should probably wait. Was it Kevin, great? I was so. Uh, yeah, it was great. No, I'm sorry. I got to no, get no, my. No, that, I have to that, divorce that my good. emotions from what happened with my gambling problem. Because that Understood. fight in two minutes was badass. And then for it to end. I did have this moment, Raph, where I was thinking about mm-hmm. the gambling implications where what this was a knockout, more or less, that. Mm-hmm. Sure did turn into a rear naked choke, and that must have really pissed off some people in Vegas. That is all. Now we can move on, because big big difference yeah. in odds. Let's stay here. Who the fuck do you want to see him fight? Because Who, who is the who in this? Olives? Olives. Yeah. I don't, like, you know, fucking Dana White. I don't know who is next. It's going to be well, Connor or someone annoying. So that's where Chucky Olives was in the press conference, which, by the way, took him a long time to get there. He's going to fuck him up. I'm sure he was like, yeah, bring me McGregor on a platter, please. I'd like the paycheck and the win. That's definitely something that I think he was angling for. And I'm pro it. Like, make your money, dude. You know, fuck it. I'm in, too. I've given (laughs) in. This is is sad. Are we going to like 
We're going to fight <laughs> Trump 2020 for both of us with stickers oh, no. by the end. <laughs> oh, no. It just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? I'm I'm not going to fight it. The UFC is going to bring him in. I don't really want to watch him. It would be fun just from the current guard versus whatever Connor guard is. And yeah. he would be able to come in much more fat. <laughs> I'd say positively. <laughs> but he would be able to come in. I mean, I, what's Connor going to try and fight at 165? Like, he could come up. Well, the other thing they were saying was Islam Makachev that he should get it, and uh, this is where I say that oh, Chucky that's Olives a good is fight. Still, that like is a fun one. Well, Chucky well, Olives is still Makachev? taking the the possibility and the the perception that he's the champ. So he's like, I didn't lose any belt. Y'all have wrong scales. As far as I'm concerned, somebody <laughs> else should fight it out and figure out who's going to get the honor of fighting the champ that's not champ. But that's your problem, not mine. And I think about it and I say, that's actually the best strategy because who is it going to be? He already beat Dustin. He just beat Justin. Uh, Chandler, now nah, we're good. So really, Islam is in the contention. The problem is, I think they were saying he needs to fight Benil Dariush. And I said, that's great. Meanwhile, Khabib is trying to hold this hostage and saying, like, Dana White, you have no other choice. You have to do this. And I go, no, we've got plenty of choices. It's just you've tried to fast pass your dude into a title shot at a time where he's just bulldozed some other people. So maybe we are running out of options, but I agree. Benil Dariush seems like a good fight to make us figure out what's going to happen. So it makes no problem. If I hear Charles Oliveira say, I'd like Conor McGregor. Cause I go, yeah, we got some time to kill. Why the fuck not take your money, dude. Yeah. Write the check. They don't have anybody. He's really beat the shit out of people now. This one was closer than I think it ended. Thug Rose yeah. and the, where did you fall? Not great. Where are you at on the Esparza Naman Yunus? Yeah. Who wins this fight? Um, so not us. We not mm. me. That's I will let me. I think I spoiled that. Yeah, we didn't have very nice things to say on the fight companion. And I really do my best to try and curtail things if I feel the guys are getting out of hand, especially when it gets late in the night and lots of beers or alcohol have been had. And as they were saying mean things about it, I took a moment and I go, it's not a great fight. And ugh, you get a bad feeling. You don't know how to explain it, but you know something weird might happen. Well, and everybody I- goes, oh, Rose won it. You got to take it from the champ. And they started doing that whole bullshit talk that I go, I hate that talk too because it always makes it seem like you're one round deficient. Like you have to win five rounds in their MMA math where they're like, yep, you got to take it from the champ. And it's like, so am I already at a negative one on rounds? What does that mean? Yeah. Statistically, I have to have a mathematical way to beat this person. And then when you see Rose not do a ton and then gets questionably some of the worst cornering advice of like, you're doing great. It's like, well, Carl is trying more. (laughs) And apparently Effort is paying off in this fight. Yeah. The guard, though, there's a rule about these fights. And I don't have anything particularly great to say, except this fight also has the unfortunate circumstance of now being like in between and right after Michael Chandler did something stunning. Yeah. So in entertainment, we used to, you know, you hide this in in the opening C block. We would, if we had a bad, bad poet or a guitarist or a comic that we weren't sure of in our variety show or 
that one time the guy from the marijuana policy project held the stage hostage until I physically went up and removed him. <laughs> you know, you put him where it's, it's like unfortunate for them too that this fight kind of just landed where it landed because it just didn't have that kind of that big ending that maybe people really needed from this card that who were hard to come by. We'll talk about our man Roval earlier. <laughs> we called that. We were like, we made a call out last week, but the champ's supposed to get these, right? Well, the one thing that was a little not great, John Jones, Alexander Gustafson, go look it up before prior to um, cocaine rear ending post DUI three. You'll find John Jones winning a decision. He had no business winning. One thing that was not great was Rosanami Eunice afterwards saying, do I get no credit for having good defense? And I go, uh, that's well, I love where your head's at. <laughs> oh no. You got some credit. It was a split decision. <laughs> right. And I no, you got some credit. Go, you know, Hey, listen, that's not really on the criteria uh, for keeping a championship belt. <laughs> like she was essentially saying like, I maintain status quo. So belt mine. And I thought, see, this is what happens when you say you got to take it from the champ because then the champ thinks, ooh, well, I automatically win. Uh, tie goes to champ, right? And it's like, no. And right after that, the UFC issued their new belt, the defense belt, for $946. <laughs> it's yours. Yo, but for real, I would win that. So I'm all right with that part. I She is on your corner. I'm surprised you're not taking this chance to be like, defense matters more. <laughs> and we need to talk about it. Where is it on the scorecard? I guess it's because I've never tried to win a UFC championship based off of my stellar defense. Like I've never showed up somewhere and thought, well, look at this pristine defense. You goons, I win. So that was depressing, but congratulations to Carla Esparza. I think I might've <laughs> nodded off. <laughs> Additionally, they did show footage of Israel Adesanya watching it. And he legit fell asleep. Like, it's kind of a bit, but mostly he really did fall asleep. Because, you know, fights be on at different times. But it's pretty funny to see someone legitimately falling asleep and going like, I can't. <laughs> Who's also a champion. And I thought, yeah, I can't really argue with that. Yeah, he's yeah an early so anyway. Guy trains hard. Yeah. We're headed to Chandler Ferguson. It's time to put yes. our best foot forward. Mm. It's time to take one step towards the next fight. Can I ask you this? Did you age when you saw that knockout? Did you see the photo that happened to him that was the same one that happened to Frankie Edgar? I've never seen something that helped represent fatherhood more than when Ferguson <laughs> dropped like a sack of potatoes. That's what I feel like on a daily basis. I was like, I know that feeling. That guy's defeated. That guy is in some trouble. And he's currently asleep. Good for now, him. Hold, I'm glad the brain shuts off when it experiences that type <laughs> of trauma. It really helps. It gives me comfort. Let's be honest here. He won that first round, though. That's the first round he's won in years. Cool. Yeah. I, oh, okay. Maybe I didn't articulate the proper pain I felt with this fight, especially because okay. <laughs> there's, a, there's a mouse kind of glowing under the Chandler eye. There's mm. a little... There's a little beefiness, and I was like, I fucking called it again. 
you genius mother what yourself, right? Because Ovin mm. St. Brute saved me in the fight before. It's like, Ferguson, you got this, buddy. <laughs> and uh, I, it might have been my fault. I might have been the one that unleashed the foot fetish on him. Because, ouch. <laughs> right to the kisser. Pow! He did the front thing. I When you saw it real time, did you think, as, as I saw it, and I was pretty toasted. It was a Saturday. I was very tired and had been drinking and painting for several hours. When I saw it, I didn't even think he hit him. I thought the foot just grazed like a, how'd he do? <laughs> and Ferguson, <laughs> it's just like, nope. Lights off, fights down. My reaction was I looked down for a half second, and that was the fight. I was so angry because I was trying to put order amongst the group, and I was trying to develop a joke or do something to kind of put what was happening in context. And I looked down, I go, gents, guys, and they go, whoa, and I go, wait, no. That's the only second I looked down in this whole fight. It's done. And then I look up, and we're waiting for the replay, and it takes forever for the replay. And I go, what the fuck happened? And one of the guys is like, tell me. He goes, rap, just look up there. And I go, okay. Oh, and then I see it, and then... I and the guy that said look up was it. Nick Cage, and he was there to plug the unbearable weight of massive talent in theaters worldwide release. Are we getting paid for that? No, sorry. I was just trying to fool people for a second. Make hey, chuckle. you've got to look up, man. <laughs> Look at what's going on up there. Tony Ferguson just died. <laughs> I would Thanks, give good money to the <laughs> Nick Cage fight broadcast. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? <laughs> it's like, uh, what? <laughs> Joe Rogan. No. <laughs> yeah, it is. That'd be awesome. So, this one's tough. Because I didn't want to see... Tony Ferguson lose, but I knew he would. Like what I didn't that? expect. <laughs> Jesus. What I didn't expect, Kevin, was the amount of backflips that Michael Chandler <laughs> was about to do. Someone I, just died. I didn't expect, was impressed by, and I'm still trying to count. Yeah. Like, I thought the first one was like, all right, he does that. Once he got to wow. the second one, I go, the dude is not moving on the ground. We're all very nervous and concerned. And guess what? At the end of it, Tony Ferguson said, we're just getting started. And I said, are we? That doesn't seem right. That seems like a terrible choice. We should also express it was very sad to see Donald Cerrone have to pull out because of, uh, I guess he was food poisoned that night. So it was very depressing that we had to make a In Phoenix, did he order from a Domino's that... uh, famously gave Michael Jordan the flu. If you watch The Last Dance, a.k.a. my church and or religion during the year 2020. Raph, let's go to the tape. Do you know what Cerrone was eating? I I don't. Doesn't strike me as a Domino's guy the week of fight camp, but yeah, you know. So maybe we should discuss this. So you're thinking that it was a sabotage like Michael Jordan was sabotaged, I'm going to go reverse. I think it's a reverse last dance where people knew that loser leaves town match was going to happen. And they said, no, I'm doing this for your oh, own good. Oh, I love it. <laughs> reverse, reverse last dance. Very good. 
Reverse <laughs> all about good sportsmanship. The, we're gonna have a ton laugh, of dances. Everyone's gonna. Everyone can dance. What are you talking about? <laughs> no need to stop it. This is a good premise because I do like that someone's like, I can't let you go in there, man. I can't do it. I can't watch Joe Lozon put the lights out. I can't have Kevin win one goddamn bet tonight. <laughs> to make things worse. I saw Donald Cerrone's first post after all of this happened. And then he somehow said from going to a fight where implications are, you might have to leave. He goes, I'm looking to hit 50 fights. So two more fights and then I'm done. And I go, wait, huh? I thought you were going to get kicked out. The whole premise of this thing was faulty then. God damn it. I'm glad it didn't happen because it would have made us sad. And if either of those people had lost, not fun to watch, but especially not fun for Donald Cerrone. Could you have imagined watching what Chandler did to Ferguson and also potentially seeing the last fight of Donald Cerrone on the same <laughs> card? I think we all would have been a fucking fragile mess, and I'm glad that the first dance implications here, the reverse last dance, whatever you want to call it, happened, and they poisoned him so that he would have two more fights left. And they, I like our implication that the poison definitely happened. It's just a matter of motive. Clearly. Yeah. Tune into our next serial podcast just as soon as we wrap on John Jones recording. <laughs> the never-ending series, by the way. This is <laughs> the one. It's the one podcast miniseries spinoff that gets renewed despite our best intentions. They we, go, nope, it got we renewed like, for we another season. We're not doing Shit. it. They're like, you're doing it. There's more. It's like, uh, <laughs> Well, uh, there's some other stuff to cover in this, but I should just kind of go and give you an idea of what the breaking news is. So, because there's not guys... more to cover with this, so go ahead. Yeah, uh, there's there's some quick. There is. I didn't get through. to watch some of the early prelims. So you're gonna find me. I'm a hater. I'll get you. I'll get you. Uh, can you I update now. you real quick before you yes. hit me with this breaking news? Because I want to hit you with one that you're gonna like. Because I, I I talked about the Brazilian queens bet. Yes. All three of them lost. All three of them lost. I didn't even think about that. That's great. I, I was like, I gotta look, I gotta see. Oh, damn it. Dumont lost. Gato lost. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So just uh, go ahead. What's the breaking news? Okay. So this week, uh, by the time you guys hear this, I believe we will be up for grappling our early access and premium subscriptions. What does that mean? It essentially means that. If you want to see my interviews, it's going to be behind a paywall. I would love for you guys to do a membership. And if you don't want to pay, which would make me sad, uh, then it would take a month before you get to see the whole thing. So let me give you a little preview. I interviewed Gary Tonin recently. It's a good interview. We talk about a lot of stuff, all the stuff that you can imagine. However, <clears throat> in the day since I have done that interview, somebody... I don't know if this is a real person or not, but somebody apparently messaged Hollick Gracie, who's been keeping a pretty low profile after not paying his fighters, and to our, I guess, best knowledge, still hasn't. And they sent what have him they this done text for him message. lately, though? You know, yeah, that's fair. But they sent him a note, <clears throat> and he felt like making a post about this that said, "Just watch Gary Tonin versus Tan Lee. It reinforces everything you taught me." And then it's the hands kind of clapping or prayer emoji, depending on which one you fall into. And he says, nice. I haven't seen it. Oh, dang. No bueno. 
now. I'd also like to point out <laughs> the time he sent. I nice. I haven't seen it. And the time he said, oh, dang, no bueno. There's like a 12 hour time lapse between the two, which makes it seem like he definitely either slept on it, went to go see it, had some time to think about it. But this text is dated back to March 11th. So he just shared it yesterday. Well, it didn't take long to get to Gary. And Gary posted it up and just said, this is a, you know what, go read the comments. Because in the comment section, people were attacking Hollick and saying, like, didn't he beat you? Like, and Hollick saying, like, no, 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 no. Look at the other part of my post. It's just reinforcing with what Hicks and Gracie said, which is that sport jiu-jitsu, not good, but traditional jiu-jitsu, good. We're getting away from it. And that bad. Which is a muddled point to begin with, because think about this: if he you're trying to juxtapose, said that way more articulately than he would have. <laughs> it, just as a side note, but, but think about this: if you're trying to juxtapose those two things, and you're using Gary Tonin as an example, and Gary has also beaten people by a heel hook. I guess what I'm trying to get at here is: why the fuck would you do this after I interviewed Gary Tonin? You dick. I literally could have asked him about this, but no, now I've got 20 minutes, and I kid you not, Gary responded to Ryan Hall's stuff for 20 minutes. I could have easily shoehorned this as a conversation, but instead, you decided to hold on to this text that you've had since March 11th to bring it up on a random fucking Monday in May. So you've been holding this for two months thinking about it and saying, like, mm, yes, this really does prove that Hickson was right we are getting away from what jiu-jitsu really is and should be and I gotta tell you update on this part Kevin he's still in the comment section when people were like you know what you could have done in the time you took to wrote this post or write this post you could have paid your athletes you could have done anything to make money to pay your athletes and he's still going on the contention of oh I'm sorry we just made it so that six-figure paydays could happen for these current athletes. Didn't Gordon submit you? Yeah, he really enjoyed his Metamorphs paydays, of which we were still the founders and really the trendsetters on all this. And I go, why do we every couple years get reminded of this story? That Shot to the pills, ADCC. <laughs> Suck it, <laughs> grappling quest. You amateurs. You know nothing. But it's just so great that every time you think you're done with this story, somehow it finds its way back, and Hollick is still feuding with Gary. And I don't know if you know this about Gary. Gary doesn't take the high road. He he's doesn't know not, how to. He's not he aware of it. the high road. He's a Jersey person. There's no directions, no. right? Most of the roads are lower, so they just assume that's where you go. So I wondered how long it would take before Gary would put up the post of him submitting Hollick, and it wasn't long, but guess what? It's been great <laughs> and deserved. So that apparently is what's happening. I just thought it wasn't a good game. fight. Just in case anyone out there's no, curious, it was terrible. It's really boring. And I gotta tell you, it's just it's so funny because in our interview, when I talked to him about what it feels like to have so many people come after you, because I go, well, you let all of jiu-jitsu down, clearly. 
And I'm saying it in jest and he knows that and he knows the playoff of that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it sucks, man. I really wish I could have won that one for jujitsu and not for me. And then he's saying like, yeah, it's weird how people come in with these predisposed thoughts when you lose just to give you shit about it. And then here, right then and there, Holly does exactly that. It's just, it's so fascinating. And he's like, oh, I'm not even trying to single out Gary. And it's like, aren't you though? <sighs> like Tom DeBlass actually took time out of his philosophizing to show up in the comment section to defend Gary's honor. It's, it's a mess, Kevin. But if you guys haven't seen it and you need some drama for the day, but it's our, go entertain yourself. It's, it's, it's uh, again, I'm just, I'm really pissed because that's the type of shit people would have want to like pay to hear that sort of stuff. So anyway, you can go. It's called hy.page backslash grappling hour. And uh, you guys can find out. We're keeping it pretty affordable. So I would love it if you guys support that show. Thank you. Head on over to the grappling hour. Get your side up. You're going to love it. You can't get it over <laughs> That's about Yo. their big man rap. Do it the radio. Can I tell you some of the other stuff that we got lined up? So I got Alan Sanchez. We do an interview about his EBI win, which is great. But then I also had my boy gifted Gabe Green, who just won in the UFC about a week and a half ago. Cool name. And uh, he not only does a, a good interview with me, it's really awesome, but we're doing these premium episodes. So for Gary, we asked him the opponent that he respects the most. And I think you might be surprised by his answer because, as he says, uh, a lot of people don't think I actually have respect for my opponent. So why'd you ask me to do this one, Roth? And for the gifted Gabe Green episode, he actually rewatched the fight that he won with me and he gave some great stories. So that fight just happened three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And uh, he made his way over to the gym to watch it with me. And it's really fascinating to hear what the fuck goes on in his head because there was some shit that, I don't think any of you guys could have ever guessed was going on in his head, but it is fascinating to have the fighter there and then have the opportunity to ask him like, well, what was going there? And then I think you guys know, I've talked to a lot of fighters in my time actually being surprised by what they said, where I go, wait, what? We actually stopped the video just because I needed to ask him more specific things. And uh, yeah, it's very fascinating. So that's the material that you guys will uh, see on that stuff. I think you enjoy it. <laughs> You will enjoy it, and Raph is the most connected man in grappling. I said it. Grappling has become very large and very uh, expansive. Head on over. You'll get the interviews, and it well continues to be the pipeline and feeder of which why we know about some of these amazing fighters. Do you have anyone else you would like to call out outside of the fact that the guillotine made a visit? It was beautiful. Yeah, I didn't see much. I do know that they were just talking about a lot of decisions. That was the trending. And um, obviously, yeah. I, I did another. I had a friend over. There was a certain amount of flowing beverage. So I just shut mm -hmm. the commentary off and did it because the Good friend didn't know fighting. And they're like, <laughs> What's happening now? And I was like, well, he's backflipping out of celebratory. Like that's it's not mandatory. <laughs> it's not. You don't have you to. have to show. Can you backflip? Then they'll give you the fight win. He just is—he's uh, excited. Let me 
hit list. OSP, Shogun. Okay, whatever. The 39-year-old hashing it out for... Yeah. We said that was a... We, it wasn't a loser leave town match. It was a... <laughs> that's probably it for both. Good to see y'all. <laughs> it would have been better as a bar fight in your local tavern, but and it, it is what it, it is. It wouldn't have been. <laughs> Just as a... Sorry, and No disrespect to Randy Brown and Chaos Williams, but that was not an adequate sort of replacement for Cerrone and Lazan, which we already covered was still probably for the better. Trinaldo is a fucking beast. He's old as fuck, but guess what? Still yeah, a great fighter. I was actually, I saw the Trinaldo and it was like mm-hmm. going in the way back machine. 43, yeah. 43. Yeah. 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 It is Tom Brady esque without <laughs> a few noteworthy accomplishments. Oh, a few. Yeah. Uh, Macy, Chasson, eh. Brandon Royval got a great guillotine. Let's give it up for that. I love Brandon yeah. Royval. Yeah, uh, we really saw as soon stuff. as we saw he was on over. <laughs> that was hey, I would like to clarify, I won one of my bets. There you go. Thank you, Mr. Royval. You have the coolest last name in fighting. Um, and then everything else was a decision and except for that Andre Flau. Yeah, uh, do you know what punch? it says in the it says punch. Yes. I always like when it's singular. Yes. Was it? I didn't see this fight because Michael Chandler, again, it's kick. It's not TKO. It's not KO. It's punch. I guess it really, they're trying to be very specific about these things because are they kicks? No. They wrote Gideon, Was it a right? kick? Sure. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this other than. We made the best of it, and yes, there were some performances of the night. Michael Chandler, Andre Fellow, and then Fight of the Night was Roy Valenchnell, and that was uh, appropriate. And then the crypto uh, fan bonus of the night paid in Bitcoin. Rose Namajunas won, even though she didn't win that night. So she did win something. She took first place in that. Then it was Michael Chandler. Then Why why did she take first place in that? Could not tell you, but she got $30,000 for having first place. I think it's just a popularity contest or okay. if people just look over and they go, yes, I do know who Rose Namajunas is. Success. I'm comfortable with this, except it has a real Wolf of Wall Street feel. Yes. That, and I want a little bit more official than just Dana White coked up being like, I'm going to give us some money. <laughs> like, here he is. It's, I want more. Yeah. Let's say this, guys. It was a weird weekend for fighting. Um, oh damn! It was punch. I just watched the philo. Yeah, yeah. it was just one little, yeah. little cross right to the cheeker. Um, Ow. I guess the other things to take note. Dana did say he's not really looking forward to seeing, and he he was basically putting the kibosh on Asparza Namajunas three. He's like, I don't think anybody's trying to see that one. What are you talking so. about what? What? He doesn't want it. To be the trilogy is the whole. We don't want the fourth. We definitely want the tiebreaker, right? I thought that was the whole thing. Yeah, we don't always have to do that. And hey, Canelo lost. And here's what I'll say to you guys about that. Um, yeah. You know, hey, props. He tried to go up. He tried to fight in a different weight class. Didn't work. Uh, and I saw him get out classed. Obviously, you don't want to see that happen. I like Canelo. I have no issue with that. That was kind of fun to watch. Both of those things happen. And uh, that fight was actually going on while the Nami Yunus fight was happening. So if you see people on our live feed when you were watching our show, all of the necks were turned at the TV 
where the Canelo fight was playing during the Nabi Yudison and Sparza fight. So uh, it was funny to me and I enjoyed it. But I like that there's some competition. Even yeah. Because that's a good sign for our crowd. Anytime the MMA crowd's like, yeah, I got to see this boxing fight. Yeah. Which is not always the case. Sometimes no. it is, sometimes it isn't, but that's one we had to see. Exactly. So anyway, Kev, that's still that's boring, it. but you know, <laughs> still less boring. Um, but that's that's mostly it. I mean, it was a, um, hmm, I don't want to say uneventful weekend. It was event weekend. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot going on. It's it's sports. It's hidden sports time for me. That's just the best. Hey, and you know what? Let's do this. Too. I'm losing money on Golden State or winning. I forget where I was Saturday at that point, but it's just it's so fun. We should also give an acknowledgement. Daniel Cormier is going to go into the Hall of Fame. They apparently don't tell them when they're going to do this. And I thought that was actually kind of great because even though we give him shit, he does deserve to be in there. And if there is a broadcasting Hall of Fame one. Uh, he'll probably go into that one too. And that's going to be a harder one to actually justify and just be on for long enough. The way he yelled people's names while he walked away, lurking past the fence. (laughs) I'll never forget the uh, inability to focus as I saw him anyway. But I thought that was a nice moment. I was very happy to see that. Um, Even though I was not listening to his commentary, I still looked and I go, Oh, they're going to induct him. Well, good. Good for him. Uh, Raph, do you want to hear what he has to say? Nope. Nope, I'm good. I'm happy for him. Listening to him might make me unhappy. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. So that's that's UFC 274, the way I remember it. And Sam the Canelo fight, which is always a little bonus <laughs> material. And I won't do any more Warriors stuff. I absolutely promise. <laughs> It's difficult when they're fighting Memphis. There's uh, fighting is the word I would use. Raph, that'll do it for us tonight. I am so sorry to the gambling gods. I'm Mm. Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is